Hello guys, Jack here from Jack Makes Happy Hour Podcast, and yes, the rumours are true, we're heading back out on tour in May 2024. 68% of the tickets are already sold out, but there are still a few left at Edinburgh, Newcastle, Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds, Cardiff, Sheffield, Nottingham, Bristol, Bury, and our home city of Norwich. So, don't waste any time, grab your tickets today, and come and watch me, Alfie, and Robbie live. And me. Mainly me, Alfie and Robbie there, isn't it? Yeah. uk. See you in May. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. When the mother had finished this horrible deed, her white wedding gown and the walls of the tiny wooden shack were painted with the blood of her children. She collapsed in a blood-soaked heap and began to wail loudly for her children. Have you ever heard of the case of Stephen McDaniel? No. That's the freakiest one. He, he stalked this girl that lived next door to him on campus, and um, you can see the footage of this Stephen guy filming through this girl's window, and it is horrible, because yeah. it comes up midnight, 1am, 2am, 3am, and she's in there sleeping, he's filming. There's also another really old legend um, at Pyramid Lake that tells of water babies who have haunted the lake for centuries because they weren't wanted by the tribe. Spirits of the babies were angry and have been heard crying or laughing from the waters. Each spring, at least one fisherman has fallen into the lake and the body was never found. He would whisper horrible things into your ear that would mentally scar you and change you forever. In 1903, children started going missing from near her old property. Children said candy would be left on their window while they were sleeping. It's the woman at the window. That always terrifies me. People looking at you when you're sleeping and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think a a caramel would get me to open the window and go, oh, hello. But um, no. <laughs> it is... It is. <laughs> 3 a.m., you're actually yeah. petrified. Then you see a Weber's original. <laughs> well, now you've, 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 you've flipped on his head. Me. Yeah. Yeah. You've charmed me. Jack Mate's Happy Hour. Hello, guys, and welcome back to Jack Mate's Happy Hour. This is a show that we've done a, new, a number of times. What, Happy Hour? <laughs> <laughs> Over a hundred now, I think. No, uh, this is like a little offshoot, offcut little... Um you know what I'm trying to say, like a the little crumbs of the show. Yeah, <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> Urban legends. Oh, like a little segment that we do. No, it's not With a segment. A series. A series. There we go. A popular series that all the little slugs out there like to watch. I keep saying slugs today. You, do. you said sweaty little slugs a second ago. <laughs> yeah, but I was thinking about us. The, what, they, uh, okay. the slugs at home might be sweaty. I don't, I don't know what <laughs> they are. Don't, don't know what they're up to. It's quite hot at the moment in the UK. Oh, it's weather, eh? <laughs> Let's keep this going. Keep the energy up. Come on. We're back again with Noza. Hey, yeah. Are you right? Yeah, really good. Thank you. <laughs> I'm getting flashbacks to us doing clickbait. Yeah. Just, I always do this to him as well. Like when we have a guest in, I'll just go. So we're here with Raphael Rowe. Stevie, how are you? And he's just all <laughs> like a newsreader. I, I, I didn't know I'd have to talk. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's crack on. Okay. Um, well, I'll, I'll go into a little couple of things before we start this one. Firstly, we no longer need to say this is Urban Legends 4, 5, 7, whatever we say. Why? Because this is now a new, new series within the Urban Legends. Because this is the start of our American Urban Legends tour. 
Oh. So, if you remember at the end of last episode... Nope. <laughs> remember listening to that, Tom? Yeah, big, I big Oh, fan. that's a great one. <laughs> <laughs> um, you gave me four states in, a, in America. Can you remember that? Yeah. And you ended up making people tweet out, we want dog boy. How can't you remember that? That's very... <laughs> what, what kind of crap do you tweet? Dog boy. I think I vaguely do remember it. So you also, said four states. Also, I'm kind of pretending that I remember it because I know that people now meme the fact that I don't listen to you. By the okay. way, did you see that guy's sketch the other day? King Riz. I, I tweeted it out. There was a guy called King Riz who did a sketch of Happy Hour and he oh, played, yeah. all, played all the characters and it was so good. It was gold. He even mastered my little laugh. Jack said something really stupid and he just you just hear in the background... <laughs> No, I need to watch it. To watch it. it is good. Oh. Well, I kind of remember what I say, but I, I think it was just like... Oh, you go, was, you slag. Oh, yeah. I, I go, welcome back to Happy Hour. I went, we're joined by King Riz, you slag. How are you? And then he comes <laughs> to Stevie with a shit bit. He goes, he goes <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Oh. Check out if you haven't seen it, King Riz on YouTube. Yeah. Also did a video parodying Alfie Indra. Oh, did he? Yeah. Oh, I don't like it as much now. No. Unsub. I sub for that and then see that and then unsub straight away. I thought we were the important ones. Yeah. He did that first. Oh, he had Fuck to build me. up. He had to build himself up. He wasn't quite ready. The gateway drug. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So you asked for four states. You yeah. asked for Texas, Arizona, Nevada and Florida. Yeah, yeah, because that was a humble brag. It's four states that I've actually been to. Yeah, and mm. funnily enough, Dog Boy, the one that you made people tweet, yeah. was actually Arkansas, and I thought AR was Arizona, but it's not. AZ is Arizona. So I've added Dog Boy anyway, so I've got five. Five states to get I, through. I couldn't not do Dog Boy after you clearly remember making me promise that we'll do it. Right, okay. So And then going forward... Um, we're going to try and get through every state in America and Urban Legend. That's the plan. One. I'm thinking about five per episode, as long as they're nice and lengthy. And then, so that that's let me do some. Ma- that's eight and a bit episodes. How many states are there? So it's fifty or so. Uh, just ten, ten, so at ten least, a bit. That was quite easy maths. <laughs> I thought there was. You're four. just bragging about being there, going. Yeah, how many, there's only forty-four <laughs> states. I thought I'd been to like ten percent already. <laughs> Turns out about four percent. Uh, um, no. Yeah. No. So we're going to start with Dog Boy. Be 8%. No, we're going to end with Dog Boy. Um, I just said that, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> good, good. How come? Go back to that King Riz sketch, actually. How come that he like he makes it a thing that I drink water all the time? Because I think there's two or three occasions where mid-story you've been drinking water and you've gone, sorry, I wasn't listening, and then you go, I was reading the bottle of water. <laughs> uh, I, I know you've edited a few of these clips, Tom. A few. It's a, it's a bit, bit disrespectful. <laughs> disrespectful, yeah. I've edited, I've edited a handful, 10%. Yeah. He's, uh, it's quite bland. No, I, I always enjoy them. I'm, I'm excited to be here. I feel like a competition winner. <laughs> I've, seen, I'm, I've seen all the things behind it. I'm like, I'm here now. Well, you've not got long left. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, the show's only an hour. Oh, okay. I made a wish. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was getting at. Yeah, I know. Are we ready? And uh, yeah, hopefully at the end of this, mm. if, if they go well, mm. we might even get to visit the States. Yeah. And then go and see these places. Yeah. So that's, that's the ideal you, plan. You need a cameraman. Yeah. That's the, we did actually pitch that in. Good. Yeah. Okay. Very because Alfie's grey out on the camera, brilliant. All right, urban legend, numero uno, Arkansas. He doesn't listen to Arizona. <laughs> so the first one you asked for was Texas. <laughs> oh. Just you do it. you take the show. Shall, yeah, shall I do it? Yeah, I'm the one who's written them. Um, okay, so Texas. Mm. This is the story of the candy lady. Right. Ooh, ladies are always creepier than men. Yeah. It's, a, it's just a fact. <laughs> Get a bit of the candy. The candy man. Yeah, I like candy lady. 
Mm. Candy Lane. Oh, maybe that's the wife of the candy man. <laughs> <laughs> shall, we, shall we find out? <laughs> you say it four times, they both turn up. The, ca- the candy baby. <laughs> which is a bit... Have you said that? Go on. Niche references. I'm not sure it's that niche. No. <laughs> I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah, shall, right. shall we? Yeah. Okay. So the creepiest urban legend in Texas stems from a small town just outside of Dallas. I'd say already that the creepiest urban legend in Texas is the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> it's not an urban legend. That's is that just a film? Is that real? Leatherface. No, it's based on a serial killer, Ed Guy, Gain, Ed Gain. Which wow. you'd know if you went over to <laughs> Tom, Tom brings good facts because um, you've, you've. We, I'm sure we spoke about this on the last episode. We're just a bunch of podcasters hanging out. We, <laughs> <laughs> you, you and your mate. Uh, host a podcast called I Could Murder a Podcast. We do. A few episodes out right now on YouTube. Check it out. Um, yeah, that's that's a good show because it's based on facts. Here, the candy lady. I'm gonna, making the show up. It's gonna be, yeah. <laughs> that's what I like about it. You can go anywhere. Yeah, come on in. But today we're going to Texas. <sighs> so this is the story of Clara Crane, the candy lady from Terrell, Texas. Clara Crane was accused of poisoning her husband back in 1895. She gave him some caramels that were laced with some form of poison that killed him. A few years before... <laughs> I'm just happy. That's what it says! Where were we? Where was A few years... <laughs> For God's sake. <laughs> A few years before she allegedly killed her husband, the Crane's five-year-old daughter died. Clara blamed her husband for the passing of their daughter, which is why many believe that she killed him. Clara was placed in North Texas Lunatic Asylum, which is now known as the Terrell State Hospital. Lunatic Asylum. So harsh. <laughs> Back then, I think it was a bit more Major normal. Call it the Nutter Shop. <laughs> While in this asylum, Clara made a doll out of torn bedsheets. The doll she called Marcy, the same name as her daughter. Seen below, so I'm going to say it, but is a small portion of a letter that Clara supposedly wrote to her sister while she was in the asylum. Is it an actual? Is it an actual photo of a letter? I got rid of it. I just wrote do, it out. Are you do do a voice? Yeah. <clears throat> dearest Daggy, <laughs> that's just such Irish. A what? <laughs> dearest Daggy, because she's from Texas, yeah. mate. I don't know how how do people from Texas? Howdy. Yeah. So that, dearest Daggy, you want a caramel boy? I, yes, I am elated. I have been informed by Dr. Matthews that Marcy and I will be returning home in less than three weeks. So you can. <laughs> well, I'm a woman. Yeah. As you can imagine, Marcy can barely contain her excitement. Every night she asks, is tomorrow the day we can go home, mother? <laughs> mother? <laughs> mother, I'll shine your shoes, governor. <laughs> Very soon I will be able to tell her Yes. <laughs> That, that's the letter. I'm going to stop there and the carry yes on. The yes was excellent. I was too. I was listening this time, but I was too focused on the action to actually get it was any quite of the content. Yeah, yeah. Basically, you can read it again, but in a normal. She's made. How a- would Stephen Hawkins read it? <laughs> no, gone. Sorry. She made a doll out of torn bed sheets. Yeah, and then she wrote a letter to her sister, basically saying, "Marcy keeps asking me when we can go home," which is the doll. Mm. Oh, but, okay. Wow. So Clara could be seen talking and singing to the doll um, by the asylum staff. In 1899, she was released from hospital due to overcrowding. So even though she allegedly committed murder, she was fit for... Fit. It's, not, it's never a reason for <laughs> who, sh- who should we let out? Okay, the, the crazy bitch talking to, to the little doll. Get her out! Mental. It's a bit packed in it. Who's closest to the door? <laughs> She's got oh. a bedsheet in her hand. Take her out. 
So she was released. So even though she allegedly committed murder, she was fit for release. No word no word on where she officially went after that, because back in those days, you didn't have aftercare. Once you're out, you're out, you're fine. Right. Well, so this is where the, uh, uh, the urban legend actually begins. Ooh, I like that. So in 1903, children started going missing from near her old property. Children said candy would be left on their window while they were sleeping. Sometimes there would be notes on the wrappers around the candy. After several children started going missing, the townspeople believed it was Clara, the woman that killed her husband with poisoned candy, who was responsible for these disappearances. Mm. A nearby farmer had found teeth in his field, and the town sheriff who was investigating the case went missing and was later found dead. He had forks shoved into his eyes and was found with candy in his pockets. No one really knows whatever came of Clara Crane, but to this day, it is believed that the candy lady still roams around lurking, luring li- little children with candy, then pulling out their teeth and stabbing them in the eyes with forks. That's such a niche way of the fork bit. Mm. Just kill them, then leave them. I went to Texas once. It was... It, it's weird. Did <laughs> 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 you find some teeth? I got told I had <laughs> jeans on. Ooh. Yeah. A guy came up to me and he was like, look at... He, he went, uh... What are those jeans about, man? And I was just like, what do you mean? Because they were skinny jeans. And he went, they're f- jeans. Yeah, when I started wearing skinny jeans, my dad asked my mum a question. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't ask me. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. People used to ask me if I was wearing girls' jeans, but yeah, I was. So it, we have to we have to rate these on... Um, do we, do on we want to rate them anymore? As someone who's edited a lot of these, yeah. believability is dog shit, because it, it never works. You always just go, no. So why don't you rate it more on like spookiness and... Terror. What just, so, like, let's or, just do... or what would you do if she was at you like what would you do? So so how about we, we rate it on how scared we are of the story and yeah. if it was real, how scared would we be of it? So believability you put at ten and then say so it is real, that's how scary oh, okay, it is. Okay, you crank it up. Yeah. So just say how scary the idea of it is then. So like the idea of it is quite scary because she's going around stabbing kids in the eye. <laughs> that's yeah. quite scary. Yeah. I do stand by it's creepier that it's a woman. Do you? Yeah. I don't know. Nah. No? No, I think I think if it was like a big man. Yeah, but is that because you feel like you could take on old fork lady? I'd give her a go. I'd, like, I'd give her a little right hook, yeah. yeah. Mrs. Candy. Mm. Candy lady. Yeah. I don't, the, the eyes thing, the eyes thing is, is terrifying because that's just a horrible image, especially if she does it pre-death. Why does she need to do that? That's just over the top. The candy's already laced with some kind of... No, also, how many forks is she buying? She buys them in a set. <laughs> So if you use all those forks, your knife is just <laughs> knocking out. So many spoons. <laughs> Take up a fucking smack addiction just to have a reason to use them. I just had too many spoons, Mabel, wherever the kid was going. That's the worst excuse to be a smackhead, isn't it? Too many spoons. I had to do something with them. Uh, well, this, episode, this show always comes back to smack. It does. It has very often lately. Yeah. Um, so what are we saying? So scarability, spookiness. I'll give it, I'll give it like a three. Because, because only because I imagine back in like the late eighteen hundreds, they probably would release people for nutty for mental reasons, just like but full. Love how you corrected nutty with mental. <laughs> um, I think the idea of it's the woman at the window is oh, that always terrifies me. It's looks people looking at you when you're sleeping and stuff. Yeah, um, I don't think a a caramel would get me. To open the window, and go. Oh, hello! But um, no. it is, it is. <laughs> three a.m. You're actually yeah. petrified. Then you see a Weber's original. <laughs> well, now you've you've, you've flipped you've on his head. Me. Yeah, yeah. You've charmed me. Oh, yeah. I think if 
and it's, it's weird saying if it was real or not. But if as a kid, I would, I would be. This would scare me. Yeah, to hear it as a story as a kid, mm. it would definitely. But why mm. is she seeking revenge on kids rather than because this is the husband that allegedly killed? Yeah, the... that's a good point. I think it was. Um, it comes across a bit like she's just annoyed that she doesn't have her kids so why should anyone else yeah. or maybe she's taking him in because she wants the children uh, to be hers no no Adam makes sense because then she'd be a child kidnapper she wouldn't kill the kids now you're mine uh, at no point did it say she's killed the kids it uh, just said forks in the children eye. started going missing the forks in the eyes were for the sheriff oh oh. so the kids started going missing then teeth appeared mm. so she's mm. teeth were coming out for but maybe she's candy. giving them so much candy the yeah. teeth fell out oh yeah and then she put the, the teeth under a pillow tooth fairy comes so she was minted <laughs> <laughs> she bought more. Do you want a spoon? <laughs> Have you? I, I, actually, I will up my scariness because, as you said, the 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 image of somebody looking at you through a window is very very scary. Do you know okay. what I mean? That's worse mm. than being murdered in a way. <laughs> yeah. So it's up there. Have you ever heard the case, um, Mr. Crime Boy over here? I just assume that you've done all the all the crimes now. Have you ever heard of the case of Stephen McDaniel? No, that's the freakiest one. He was. A, he was. Can I tell you a bit about this? Yeah. He was well, uh, well no cuz it's like urban legends and that but this is a real he was not a legend let me tell you. He he stalked this girl that lived next door to him on campus and he if you go on YouTube you can it's called the disturbing case of Stephen McDaniel and you can watch this psychology guy break it down. JCS. Yes, fucking great so channel. Good. Yeah. And um you can see the footage of this Stephen guy filming through this girl's window and it is horrible because yeah. it comes up midnight, 1am, 2am, 3am and she's in there sleeping he's filming. His phone bad must be yeah <laughs> a little charger in his pocket hello that's your takeout <laughs> what's it that's what you get on i can murder a podcast and um he goes in there at 4 a.m and she wakes up you don't see it and he uh he kills her basically but yeah although like obviously i run the risk of sounding insensitive here like obviously a woman has lost her life but the scary bit of that wasn't actually the act it was the fact that he had been watching her for, for so long. long and what's running through his mind the whole time and yeah all that kind of, and yeah. Then they, they they searched his uh apartment because i'll go into it a little bit um but um he gets interviewed on the news like a couple of days later he's got okay. a bit like he's got oh, like big, I did, yeah i didn't see the whole footage but yeah he's yeah he's got like big fuzzy hair and um because he chopped her up in the bath and put her bits um like her limbs and that around campus in different bins and he didn't know that they'd found a body. And they speak to him on the news and they go, uh, what was she like, this this woman? Her name escapes me, I should really know. But they asked and he was like, oh, she was just the sweetest person ever. Like, everyone loved her. And then they go, oh, um, do you think the body that was found? And he goes, the body? And he just stares at her and she asks him another question. He doesn't reply. And then he's like, I need to sit down. And he turns around in this like robot kind of way and goes and sits down. But the fascinating thing about this case is when he gets interviewed... Um, have you have you yeah, seen yeah, that? Yeah. When he gets interviewed on um, by the two police officers, he turns into a catatonic state for two and a half hours. So he he obviously the listeners won't know what I'm doing here, but like he puts his arm down by his side and he looks forward. And the, the psychology guy who breaks it down, he says that the police in 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 interrogation they'll move close and they'll go look at me, and you have to look at them because then you get intimidated. And usually the suspect will break eye yeah. contact but he doesn't and the police officer goes look at me and he just slowly turns his head and looks at him he, he looks like the kind of guy that brings his own homebrew to a party and has diablo then <laughs> <laughs> in the night he just he's just really drunk and he's trying to play on it a bit and he wants people to be worried about him because he's just there like going he's, he is creepy and the yeah, guy the guy does buckle and he, he does the police officer breaks breaks view and then at the end of the interview 
it's two and a half hours the youtuber speeds up the clip and he goes you'll you'll actually find how actually amazing his performance is because for two hours he does not move his body and he's just doing his head is just moving sped up to twenty thousand times the speed and he's just looking at each officer as they come in the room but his body will not move not not itch not 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 like slant or anything so weird and he talks like no I had nothing to do with it. Yeah. Like that. And it's, and then, and then because his mum comes in, they can't show that bit of the tape because she's just a member of the public. Yeah. But the mum comes in and it cuts to black, but he says, they say that he just turns into a normal guy. As soon as his mum comes in, then as soon as the police officer's back, he's like that again. It's fucking well weird. And when he left, there's just a single spoon. <laughs> on his chair. And a, and a little, um, can't think of what's going on. All right, back to yours. Um, so that was the story. We've done. Yeah. We've done how scary we think it is. Um, there's a bit of an origin behind this. Um, so poison candy myths and urban, uh, basically urban legends about uh, malevol- malevolent strangers hiding poisons or sharp objects such as razor blades, uh, needles, broken glass in candy, mm. and then giving the candy um, just to harm children. Right. Um, and it normally tends to be a story around Halloween. Obviously. Yeah. Um, there hasn't actually ever been an actual case of a stranger killing or permanently injuring a child doing it this way, um, but the stories do tend to appear after a child suddenly dies sometime after Halloween. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the autopsy always comes back that there's nothing to do with the candy. There's always, like, that rumour going around that, like, some like nutters put, like, drugs in the candy. And yeah, something. so there's never been real proof behind anyone actually being hurt from this. I think you guys actually touched on this with Lawrence. Did we? Mm. Oh, yeah, right. when we did the Halloween episodes. Yeah, big See? fan. Editing. Big fan. <laughs> <laughs> um, however, there have been incidents where children have heard these stories um, and then tried to put objects in candy and pretended it's a stranger because they're like little copycats and obviously kids just think they don't think much of it. They just do it. Mm. Um, but no one's been properly hurt from it. It's just been known that it has happened. Right. Um, wasn't there an event, a YouTube event, that... where like a fan put needles or something in cakes? Yeah. So there's been a few little things like that. And the YouTuber ate it, cut the top of their mouth, and then the, the girl said something fucking weird. Like, I just, I just wanted, wanted to make, make him feel something. Just yeah. punch him. Yeah. <laughs> just hug him. Yeah. <laughs> feel a hug. A nice comment. Yeah. It weird. really lifts you for the day. Yeah. Because I got given some strawberries off of a guy called Jack McLean who's a big big fan of the channel and um had a needle in it. <laughs> didn't really. uh, Scottish guy. Yeah, Scottish guy. Lovely lad. But they took the strawberries off me and like they were like Wouldn't you, let you have them. No. Wow. Yeah, they were like, you can't eat. Yeah, because we worried when we did summer in the city that we wouldn't be able to give our meal deals out to people. Yeah, they we? let us do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and they were riddled with needles. <laughs> smack needles. <laughs> smack <laughs> smack needles. <laughs> right. Um, Spookiness yes. six, I'm gonna go. But that's only because I'm that. be- I, I'm sorry, I have only upped it because I'm thinking of the Stephen McDaniel case. It's got nothing to do with you. I'm like, that was weird, actually. Seven. <laughs> Um, so these stories actually came around um, back from the Industrial Revolution. Did they? Because uh, food production used to be in homes and in local areas. And then when it went into big factories, no one knew what they were putting into the foods, the process it was being made within the machinery. Mm. So stories started coming out of people. Go- like if someone died, they'd go, it's because you're just eating that food from the new factory. Right. Like it's not being made by uh-huh. your neighbour anymore. Mm. Your, your bakery next door is yeah. now in a massive factory. But I'd find it sort of safer if it was in a factory, isn't it? If some like nutter next door is just baking your cake in a little house. Pitching what in the lasagna. Yeah. Yeah, there's, I'm sure there's stories of that. But... Um, yeah. Um, yeah. It's back in those days where like you're all like a tight knit community, and then this massive factory's built to make right. your bread, and you're like, oh, 
Um, there are some real stories similar, though. So in 1959, a dentist in California, William Shine, gave candy coated with laxative pills to trick-or-treaters, um, and he was charged with outrage of public decency and unlawful dispensing of drugs. The name William Shine for a dentist. is brilliant. It's it a, it well a good name. Shame he was given laxative to kids. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, in 1964, there was a disgruntled Long Island, um, New York woman who gave out packages of an inedible ob- objects to children who she believed were too old to be trick-or-treating. So she'd give the younger ones sweets, and if she thought they were too old, she'd give them inedible stuff. Like um, what? Like steel what? wool, dog biscuits, what? and buttons, ant buttons, that were clearly labelled with poison. What? I mean, dog biscuits you could, you could, you could eat. Yeah. yeah. If you're old steel enough. wool, what do they think of those? <laughs> Grey candy floss. <laughs> um, nobody was injured, uh, but we, she was prosecuted and pleaded guilty to endangering children. Yeah, I should think so. Um, also, but, just, sorry, going back to that name, Shine, yeah, that reminded me of one. My... Um, my cousin's uh, missus broke her foot and had to go to the hospital and her doctor was called Dr. Hopgood. He was my doctor when I broke my knee. Oh, sorry, that was you then. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I thought it was my cousin. How's it going with your cousin? (laughs) Sorry, yeah. Yeah. And and there was somebody that uh, found out they had a... What's gluten in bread? What's gluten in bread? Is, is gluten in bread? Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Somebody found out they had an intolerance to gluten. They went to the hospital and they was Mrs. Hovis. Was the, <laughs> the Dr. Hovis probably. <laughs> should, should be a doctor, really. Not just some Mrs. Hovis. Like a Robin Williams character. <laughs> oh, hello, come in. <laughs> yeah, it's like gluten playing. You already know Mrs. Hovis. Playing havoc with your stomach. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, so there was that lady who gave the poison stuff to people. Mm. Uh, there was a copycat incident uh, Loads of them peaked shortly afterwards, um, and there was one one month before mean? Halloween. Loads of them peaked, like as in loads of copycat stories. Oh, I thought you meant like the candy was laced in Mandy. <laughs> loads of them peaked shortly after. <laughs> they kept going back to that house. Um, in 1982, around Halloween, um, there was a murderer who added poison bottles to over-the-counter medication. And uh, the medication was delivered to stores. So oh, he, he planned to give poison out to people Ooh. through medication. What's he getting out of that? Killing people. Yeah, but he's not getting to see it, is he? Yeah, but you don't... You still know it's happening, I the guess. The people in the plane of 9-11 weren't like, oh... Yeah, true. We wish we could see this bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my point. You, see, yeah. you, don't, you don't always kill in order to see it. It's more of the... Uh, the, the final outcome. Yeah. Um, and then, more recently... <laughs> Cancelled. <laughs> <laughs> and then through all of these stories, um, as recently as last year in Massachusetts, uh, the Cannabis, Cannabis Control Commission warned parents that they should be on the lookout for products that are unsafe for kids when they're trick-or-treating. So people are still worried about it, although it's very, very rare that anything actually happens and no one's ever died because of it. Oh, wow. Fair yeah. enough. Um, I quite like it, the story. I, a little, I think it's a, it's a twist on a, on a classic tale. Do you know what I mean? It's like no longer the candy man. It's like it's like they've brought it back, but they need yeah. to put a woman in. Like Ghostbusters. <laughs> Diversify. Woke. Yeah. yeah, like Ghostbusters, yeah. Yeah, yeah a very woke urban legend there. Yeah, good. Um Yeah, what, good. We, what are we rating it on? Are we done well, it? You're done. We just yeah, I think it didn't really work the way we tried to do it. Speak I think just saying how scary it is. And yeah, like, did all, you like it? Mm. Just, yeah, that's Tell nice. me if you like the story, boys. I, I did. I, I like the, I like doing the believability though. But it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I know. You can always <laughs> say no. Yeah. Okay, so the second one is one that I didn't mention last time because I got the letters wrong, um, the abbreviation. So this is Arizona, AZ. Right. Um, Slaughterhouse Canyon. 
So you asked for Arizona. Oh, I, I, I said f- it was Dog Boy. I had a feeling that you'd mention a canyon because this is where the um, the Grand Canyon is. I think it's it spans over a couple of states, but it's m- mainly in Arizona. I think I quite like this story. Okay. So well, we'll be the, we'll be the judge. Well. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Slaughterhouse Canyon. The gold rush during the 1800s brought as much sickness, tragedy and death to fortune seekers as it did riches. Many gold seekers fell victim to disease, accidental death and extreme disappointments in return for their sacrifice. This ghost story turns from disappointment to darkness and has managed to put Luana's Canyon, more commonly known as Slaughterhouse Canyon, on the map of paranormal travels. It was during the 1800s that a family lived in the canyon in a small wooden shack. The husband was a dreamer and wanted nothing more than to provide a better life for his wife, Luana, and their children. <laughs> just do a dreamer. Like, that's his job. You're keep, a dreamer, boy. I keep thinking, where is the canyon called? What's it called? Luana's Canyon. Luana, Lua, Lua. Doesn't really work. <laughs> but I had my head the whole time. I was like, Lua's, Lua's Canyon. <laughs> he would venture off into the mountains in search of gold and food for his family. The only food that the small family had to eat... Little caramels. <laughs> Was it's a crossover? No spoons, though. Whoa. This is like the Infinity War of urban legends. It's like uh, they don't, the only food they'd have is um, would be whatever he'd bring home from his gold hunting expeditions. The man would leave and uh, would not return for two weeks at a time, but he'd always return, and his family always ate. But all fo- uh, all good things came to an end. One day, the husband kissed the family goodbye and rode off on the back of a mule to once again provide for his family. But this would be the last time the family would see him. The man had become another victim of the gold rush tragedy. His wife waited for her husband for many days um, and after his expected return and soon realised that there was something terribly wrong. The food started to dwindle until there was none left and Luana and her children soon began to starve. Without food and without her husband, Luana began to slip into madness. Her children became pale and weak. They were constantly begging for food, but the mother had none to give. Each day that passed pushed the mother closer toward the brink of insanity until she eventually snapped. Why can't the mum go yeah, out and go, get some get food? Get the fuck out of here and go find some stuff. Yeah. Maybe she didn't want to leave her children. Lazy. Bring them with them. Yeah, day out of the canyon. Unable to cope with the reality of watching her children starve to death, she murdered them and cut them up into small pieces. Oh, that's man, what you did. Yeah. That's mad. She that is gone, mad. It did say she's gone insane. Yeah, yeah. well, just because she's hungry for a bit. David Blaine did that for like 40 days. He didn't kill anyone. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Don't rule it out. Um, so it's also said that she took the time to put on her white wedding gown before committing the horrific act. When the mother had finished this horrible deed, her white wedding gown and the walls of the tiny wooden shack were painted with the blood of her children. The woman then carried what was left of her children... The dad comes back in and goes... (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah. You you at least asked me if you were going to paint it. So where are the kids? I missed four trains. (laughs) I ran out of mule. I was thinking of that joke the whole time. That's good, that, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, sorry, she painted it. Why is she... uh, That's mad. Like, she's already a nutter, and she thought, how can I make this look more nutty? I'll put a dress on. Don't wear white if you're going to be cunt. Yeah, that's the worst. That is the worst. Put your funeral gown on, that's not a thing. Imagine the amount of coca-cola you need to get blood out of that that's what they use in america to get blood off the pavements coke coke power washer and that yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh the woman carried what was left of her children down to the edge of a river and tossed them in she collapsed in a blood-soaked heap and began to wail loudly for her children Oh, too late now (laughs) she she was overcome with sadness and guilt she remained on the She remained on the riverbank and continued to scream and wail until the next morning when she would succumb to starvation herself. She died crying for the children that she had murdered. 
Many claim that the whales can still be heard within the canyon. On a quiet night, it is said that anyone <laughs> anyone brave enough to venture into the canyon can hear the wails and sobs of the heartbroken and psychotic mother. I know exactly what you mean, but like Tom's alluding to there, I think, I'm just imagining some whales. big old whales in the canyon. Oh, God. <laughs> I think, I think she's more crying. I, I, sorry, but I have very little sympathy for this Would bitch. You, yeah, and you'd eat the kids. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. When I when I was reading through, you thought I way. thought when as soon as she chopped up, I was like, oh, she's going to eat them. Mm. Nah, she just threw them in a river. Yeah. yeah, that she really didn't try hard enough. The survival instinct didn't kick in. She didn't go look for berries for forage. Have a little forage. Before yeah, you kill the kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. always. <laughs> berries before murder. Yeah. This you was try the red one. This was back in a time where women would stay in the house. So maybe she was a bit more worried of not knowing what to do. <laughs> I know what you mean. She didn't have the correct training to be able to go and do oh, what the man did. Correct trainers. She only had, she only had heels. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like the the. No, I get what you mean. No, no. What so the expertise so, were not taught to women back then because okay. men didn't value them as highly. But right, so so the 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 unwritten rules back then were women stay in the house. They speak unless spoke. They don't speak unless spoken to. They're they're seen and not heard, kind of thing. Yeah, and she's willing to stick to their morals yeah. but, but if anything but, get on her but, so, <laughs> but sooner than she'd rather sooner kill her children than just go well I know I'm not allowed out but, but well no it's one of those where she didn't know any other way so it wasn't until she went crazy that she did that to her children she didn't go well I'm either going to go and forage or kill my children but then a good captain goes down with the ship and she was a good captain she's like well he's left and we're just going to sink all together kids it sounds like you two are defending her I'm not she's an no, awful no. woman <laughs> That's but, but there is. I, I get your point about. I know you didn't tell her to do this, <laughs> but it, you still think that she'd be like, oh, "I'm really hungry." Darren hasn't been back for a long time. I should maybe just go outside, have a little tutor around, and a little look. Yeah. Rather than go, oh, but Dylan's been a real pain in the ass today. <laughs> I love these names. For the Darren, all the D's. <laughs> I think she's um, a, a monster. I want to be nice. To- slightly nice to her purely because if we do go visit this place at least she'll take you first and maybe Ooh. let me off what well, are we oh yeah I forget we might actually go and visit these yeah places. so you you slag them off because she'll obviously be listening to this mm. it will so. just it will just be a series of like going to canyons and that you're going to be in a camp and you're going to go to bed and you're going to hear <laughs> Shamu's next to you see a little fin come out of the sand a little gill I mean if that's not a good video I don't know what it is the wh- can we rename this urban legend the whales of the canyon Ooh. the canyon yeah, that's, whale that's way better than slaughterhouse canyon yeah, yeah and it'll get monetized so. so what do you think of the story other than hating her uh, I think that what did so she was mental yeah but then after she killed them she started crying and then showing remorse which would imply that maybe she wasn't mental and then she starved to death Nutter. Mm. Yeah, that's not what I'm asking, though, is it? We agree she's a nutter. <laughs> Do you think it's a scary story? It doesn't scare me because she's not doing anything now to... Like, the other one says, like, oh, we can, she can come Yeah, it you, just hears that you, hear, you can hear the cries. Yeah. Um, right. there, yeah, there wasn't anything from what I could see just about, put, like, the, the have you on. seen my baby situation where she appears. It just says that in that canyon you can hear... Do you know, when I went to the Grand Canyon, I heard a story that, again, this is fucking horrible. I hope this isn't true. But I heard a story that a guy proposed to uh, his partner on the edge of the Grand Canyon and slipped while he was doing it. Bang. In the bottom of the canyon. But luckily, he j- landed on a whale. <laughs> what did she say? <laughs> she just went, no. <laughs> I hope this isn't a true story. I, no, I think it's like an urban legend. Uh, it probably has happened. Everything has happened at least once. <laughs> Whales, I don't know, whales 
<laughs> little well. Well, actually, back in the day, it might have been water. What? No, that would have been a lake then. Well, she threw the... <laughs> if there's water the kids, in a canyon, it's a lake. She threw the kids in the... Didn't she throw it into a... Into a river. River. That's, why is there rivers near canyons? Canyons very... Why are there whales in the river? But you didn't seem to argue with that. No, it's a dry there's, whale. There's been a, there's, <laughs> there's been a whale down the Thames, isn't there? Has there? That's happened before. There's been a whale up there. <laughs> what am I doing in here with a whale? <laughs> All right. Scary. Two. Yeah, that's not as scary as the first one. I'm going to go with a three. She, okay. She's not going to affect me. No. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, origin behind that. The whaling of Luana's Canyon um, is more than just an urban legend to quite a few people who have been there because a lot of people have said that they've heard creepy calls um, from the murderous mother. Would have just been wind. <laughs> Seriously, um, but after yeah, after a bit of research into this, I couldn't find anything to say that it actually happened. I read, um, I went through someone's like blog who went and visited the area and said they couldn't even find the house. So I, I don't know whether the house is even was there or it's gone now. Right, um, that's the kind of research I go into. Someone, yeah. Some shit person's random blog. Do you th- do you think any shit of that person? <laughs> it was a lovely blog. Poor bastard. <laughs> lovely blog by a shit. Lovely cunt. blog. <laughs> the person. Shit. <laughs> Do you think any of the urban legends we've ever covered thus far has any kind of truth about them? I know the green light in the in the underground. The green light, um, the through the mirror, seeing someone suddenly behind you in the mirror. Oh yeah, that, that... was a yeah, yeah. Because see, I th- I find them scarier when you say the origin stories, and they are actually like shit. Yeah, it's real. Yeah, like, wow. Well. If, if you listen to any of the previous ones. You wouldn't have had to ask that question. Oh, okay. Because you'd know that some of them were I did real. listen, but I'm just trying to remember. I can't remember because yeah, it's a very mirror, forgettable episode. I think, <laughs> I think the mirror one's one of the creepiest ones. Yeah. Um, you know, like mirrors in bathrooms, the opening doors, you know, in a yeah, lot of films yeah, yeah. when people shut the door and there's suddenly someone behind them. Back in a lot of like high rise buildings in New York behind those mirrors were the walkways through yes, to do the plumbing. I remember, I remember and there was a that, yeah, yeah, there's a story of a murderer who broke through that mirror yeah. to get into a house. You ever see the documentary called The Voyeur on uh, Netflix where this guy he owns a hotel and a motel sorry and he has a basically a this hollow loft and he has holes in all the ceilings oh. and he spent years and years watching and documenting what people done. And he's basically come out and admitted it all and it's a whole documentary based around him coming out and saying what he's done. But he's apparently stopped the murder happening once before from doing it. What? And it's all like yeah. So it's more just through p- interest of people rather than... Yeah, I don't think he's going to... His, wife, his wife knew he was doing it as well. She'd give him dinner and he'd go upstairs and go and do it. What the hell? It's a voyeur. It's good. Re- it's, well, and that's real. Yeah. yeah. That reminded me a little bit of um, that film. Um, the photos. No, I don't want to give too much away, but uh, it's called... Uh, it's the hotel that's in the middle of the bad times at the El Royale. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah, There's a good. bit in that that's a bit like that, which is weird. Yeah, oh, yeah, um, yeah. So a lot of people have said that they do hear it. Um, Was that one of your favourite ones of the today? No, thank fuck. <laughs> you said before it, you know, this is. Um, but there, 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 there is a reason that it's called Slaughterhouse Canyon, though. Is that back in the eighteen um, hundreds, there was a family there that owned a ranch. And yeah, they had cattle, and they surprisingly slaughtered them. Right, so, just because of that. But people took that name. Did and they just have made... any? Did they have any whales? Mm, no. Blubber. <laughs> I yeah, you rated that. I like. I'd like to watch it. As not a film. as in like that as a film yet. Yeah, not as in yeah, that'd like, be quite an be, interesting film. I think a film could be quite It'd good. Be like 127 hours. Yes, but with but then you get the children. Children. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah I, I I was quite interested to see what happened to Darren on this trip and what actually killed him. Yeah. Well, we can. Yeah, did, we'll get the film going. Did, we, did, we, did you find out in the sequel what happened to him? <laughs> Prequel. The next one. It. <laughs> yeah. um, should we move on? 
Yeah. We're happy, yeah? yeah? That's yeah. just a bit of a story, really. You did say that was the best one. No, I didn't. You said okay. it was a good one. I, said it was, I, I like the story. I the f- no, no, yeah, the first person. one was better, I agree. Mm. <laughs> didn't realize we are going to argue take, for it. This don't point. take a person. It's you know what? Story. At the end, should we just rank them one to five? And now you wonder why I don't listen. <laughs> no, I, I like them. Um, okay, so the next one you asked for was Nevada. Yeah. Um, this one's got a cool name. It's called The Spiteful Mermaid of Pyramid Lake. Wow. That is a cool name. Wow. Did you hear, by the way, over the weekend or like early this week, last week, they the hottest temperature ever recorded on Earth was recorded? Was in, in America. Yeah. At, in California. In California in the, it's called like... The isn't it called De- Devils? Death Valley. Oh, Death Valley. Oh, that's yeah. the one. Yeah. And it's 53 degrees. Oh. It just makes you, makes you squirm. Bit hot, isn't it? Oh, mm. Bring you back to 50. <laughs> they haven't measured the temperature in this room. No, it's true. <laughs> looking for i was just looking for anything to help <laughs> <laughs> okay so um this one i want to be a bit careful on because it's about a um paiute i want to say paiute tribe stevie told me this about this beforehand and said it's gonna be a minefield to get you through this without offending anyone because it's yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, so th- there's two stories involving this place right. and it's the paiute tribe yeah and it's a real tribe. Yeah. So I'm not saying whether the story's real or not, but the people involved are real and it's their story. Right. And there's still indigenous people around. Yeah. So the first one um, was a mermaid that a Paiute man fell in love with. He took her back to his village to marry her, but the tribe told him to take the ugly creature back to the deep waters and get rid of her. The mermaid was so angry after being banished that she cursed the tribe. The curse lasted through the Paiute Wars of 1860 and um, still lingers today with some tribal members who believe the wars and all the bad luck is the curse from the Angry Mermaid. Right. And then around that area, apparently, um, there's lingering from those tragic wars are the spirits of the cavalry troops um, that can sometimes be seen riding over the hill, heading into battle with the Paiute. Yeah. So that's the mermaid side of it. Yeah. There's also another really old legend um, at Pyramid Lake uh, that tells of water babies who have haunted the lake for centuries. So they were deformed or premature babies that were thrown into the lake right after birth because they weren't wanted by the tribe. Spirits of the babies um, were angry and have been heard crying or laughing from the waters. Each spring, at least one fisherman has fallen into the lake and the body was never found. Some say the bodies sink to the bottom in the very deep water and can't be retrieved, but most believe that the water babies ate them. So can I just ask for a question for, for the viewers? With this, you re- you read it all and you rewrite it. Yeah, yeah. Some of the right because <laughs> the word, just the word you were you thrown a baby, a deformed baby into a lake, yeah. <clears throat> and then the babies are angry. <laughs> just like it's like it's just the word angry. I find no. So at this point, they're dead, and they're now beasts oh, in the water. Time. Beasts. <laughs> and like, have you seen? The That's what they call them, creatures. Batman so. Forever. I think it's a penguin. He was an ugly baby, and then they got thrown in, and then he turned into penguin. <laughs> That's just the origin story of Penguin. But. <laughs> I don't know how this is my job. <laughs> I'm listening to people talk about little angry deformed babies turning into beasts. Yeah, that's so I, that, that's the two the two stories from Pyramid Lake. You know Mario the game. I do. You know? Did you ever play like the first one where you go through the, the there's like a level on it where it's like a dungeon and all the music turns like dark and you go through and it's a darker dungeon and then you have them ghosts. Go, yeah, yeah and, Bowser's. And you know the the ghosts come, but the, you sometimes get the ones with the teeth and they yeah. come at you. That's how I'm. That's what I'm envisioning for these little deformed dead babies. Okay, the babies are creepy. Okay, and the mermaid who cursed oh, fuck the that. tribe. Fuck her off. Yeah, she tries did. too hard. Yeah, and that was quite a short and 
sync one. I think your heart was in that one as much as it was the baby. <laughs> yeah, I did prefer the baby one, but the because it is creepier. Yeah, but the urban legend for some reason is more about the mermaid. But I think mm. the baby one's creepier. I yeah. agree. The baby one, I'll give like six to spooky. Okay, just because I think if 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 I saw like a dead baby, I'd be sad. But if I saw a dead baby, as you quite eloquently eloquently put it. Is now a beast. <laughs> <laughs> I would be somewhat off put by that. Okay. And what was the word you used for them? Uh, water babies. Yeah. It sounds quite cute. Yeah. What were the little toys you used to have with the babies you would just squirt water out of in the bath? Can't remember. <laughs> um, Let but, us know. <laughs> please, please do. Um, yeah, the babies one is is creepy. Okay, mm. so that's I, I like that one. Yeah. But bear in mind, I'd like to quickly state I didn't go through the internet looking for these stories jack told me the state so if oh, yeah. you don't like any of them i like his it. fault being very complimentary right? yeah <laughs> too complimentary <laughs> um no yeah all right creepy yeah the mermaid one i again not for me i was thinking about my joke the whole time during the mermaid one and i didn't want to inter- interrupt you yeah you, you're allowed to interrupt jack does it all the time what was I'm that used ran to out of meal pardon ran out of meal that no, was that, the that one was before the oh was it there's a pewdie pie oh okay pie. that's usually what i do i get one good joke in my head and then i block out everything else and just wait for my <laughs> turn to my time my time in the sun um yeah the babies yeah babies i think creepy wise i'll probably go i wouldn't want to go in that water at all because of that story so that's quite high seven if you went to america now mm-hmm. you wouldn't want to go in the water in case of was- that place Really? Not just anywhere in America. <laughs> I will not be touching water. I'm not going to Wet n Wild because a baby died a few states over. <laughs> well, but you wouldn't go into that lake. I don't like water we can't see under anyway. Right. And if there's any chance, little monsters knocking about under there, grabbing my legs. Ooh. Not for you. Not for me. All right. Yeah, I'll go on and I'll give you a six still. If, Would if you this, go in the water? If this series, yeah. ha- if this series happens... Middle of the water, you're going to jump in. Yeah. Left for 10 minutes. 100% I'll get in the water. Boat, take gun away. You're in there for 10 minutes. Is the baby, are they killer babies or are they just like... It says they ate them. Well, like little piranha, little dead baby (laughs) mutant piranhas. And as well, we're going to throw a few deformed babies in just before... Just oh, oh thank yeah. fuck, that's just a normal deformed baby. It's not one of them. But I'm angry now. <laughs> <laughs> can talk, can probably talk. Yeah, this is, that's the best one yet. No, it ain't. <laughs> Candy one for me still. Mutant okay. baby, I'll go so for. I've got origins for both of these. Yeah. Um, so the mermaid one, the Paiute tribe uh, lived in a, in peaceful seclusion in this area for centuries. Um, but then the lake was actually discovered by an American explorer, John C. Fremont, in 1844. When he discovered it, there was a western expansion and it had disastrous consequences for the Paiute um, as miners chopped down uh, the trees, which was a major food source for the natives and cattle ranchers caused uh, destruction. Well, strangely, Uh, things grow on trees. Avatar. Okay. Little dead babies. (laughs) For fuck's sake. Um, So they caused destruction of an already sparse vegetation um, with their herds, as well as competing with the Paiute for land. Right. Um, the Paiute people tried to live in harmony with the settlers, with the white settlers, and traded with them regular, regularly. <laughs> um, a majority of the tribe did not appreciate the, the disruption to their way of life and resented the president, pre, pre, president, <laughs> the presence of the settlers um, on their lands. Uh, the anger turned to violence, and eventually the Paiute raided um, 
the settlers and they did actually have a war, the Paiute War in 1860, which was mentioned in a mermaid story. So when that happened, they all went back to the story of the mermaid and blamed the mermaid for the curse of causing this war to happen. But that's just an origin story of how war happened. That's not an origin story of how a mermaid came to be. No, so that's what I'm saying. But the story was just one of those that was told throughout these tribes and in all the years all the centuries before and then when this happened they blamed the curse of the mermaid for it that's utter bollocks then that's like me going oh my granddad said that when he was younger like a little leprechaun spoke to him and said oh there's going to be bad things happen you go what's the origin story of that and i go well the war happened after that that's what i just said that the part of the story the only part of the story that actually has real something behind it is Is the war war. i'm I'm on the side of the tribe in this oh yeah of course Mm. just in case case you're watching big up the beauty tribe yeah um, Down with okay. mermaids, and then the, the water baby's origin is quite interesting. So this is why this is why you might not want to go in the water, and why you probably wouldn't want to after this. So there's actually an eerie phenomenon in this water that a lot of people have actually gone in and vanished, um, and they'd suddenly be found in Lake Tahoe, yeah, which is 61 miles away. So they'd fall into this river, the lake of the pyramid, Cur- current, strong current, but. Lake Tahoe, um, the outlet of that is a Truckee River, which flows down the mountain and feeds Pyramid Lake. So oh. it goes 61 miles away, upwards. Upward, like a salmon. So there's technically no way for that body to get up there. Um, but it's been, quite a few times there's been a body actually found. What about if they've fallen in and they've luckily they've fallen on a big canyon whale? That happens to be going the other way. <laughs> <laughs> <It> takes, takes... <laughs> um, but there is a theory that there's actually underground tunnels under the water that connects the two lakes. So that, that could be a possible way. That's, um, that's not a possible way. That's... So the bodies can go into the subterranean tunnels and then deposit it out in there. So that's, okay. but the lake apparently is too deep to properly look into it. I have, um, I have no idea why people enjoy <laughs> enjoy these episodes. <laughs> Thanks, <laughs> I, I, I do. I just think it's all such waffle. It's all nice. It's all stories. Well, this it? is this is true. I'm telling you, these people have actually died in the water. What was they swam 61 miles no, upstream? They were found. No, the body, the were body found. was suddenly found up there, even though the last time they were seen was in that water. It's like David Williams doing a sport relief. <laughs> Um, and then another reason people actually drown there is because when you're along the shore the water is really clear and you can see the bottom a couple of feet down so it looks like it's safe but right next to it is a sudden 350 foot drop whoa so you can step off the ledge and you're suddenly just down obviously if you can swim you're okay but on the off chance that you're there so it's like that and then there's the drop but but they've been found the other way yeah, they've suddenly been found 61 miles away. Mad. Elsewhere. Maybe it was a big old trampoline at the bottom of the drop. That <laughs> reminds me of that episode of The Simpsons when the ship sinks and hits all the springs in the water. No, yeah, no. I remember that. And they all flush, they all yeah. flush the um, mascot or something, which was a spring. Yeah. Nice. Cool. Um, shall we go for a break there? Yeah, I'm quite hot. Yeah. Go for a break. Rest. Refresh yourself. I'm going to try and compute whatever the fuck's just happened over the last 50 minutes and um, try not to think of... Uh, mutant little water babies during the break see you in a bit Football's back and we are here to laugh about it. Hellenius in the League Cup, he was trying to like defend with his hands and he yanked his yeah. shorts down. Straight off. See you later. Yeah. But Hellenius got the shot away, which I thought was very professional. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Whether 
it's players losing their pants or managers losing their shit. And I thought about that when <laughs> when you could just hear Morty <laughs> shouting at Pablo Fornells. And then he just loses all, yeah. all sense of himself at the end when, when Fornells blazes it over. And like, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the noise. Yeah. <laughs> the Football Rambler here every day with new episodes covering the lighter side of football. I walked past a trophy shop at the weekend and said, we're only allowing one person in at a time. Nobody wants any fucking trophies, mate. <laughs> Don't worry, but no one, there's nothing happening. Also, no it's a cheek. Null and void. Your five-a-side league is null and void. Piss off. Listen now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. He went through, and all you hear is shoot, Pablo, yeah. shoot, <laughs> finish, finish, finish. Oh. <laughs> Pablo. This was a Stakhanov production. Hello, guys, and welcome back to the Happy Hour podcast. I'm still joined by Stevie White and Noza. We're going through urban legends. We had three in the first half. You heard a story about a whale in a canyon. You heard a story about a little dead, deformed monster baby. Would be offensive, but remember, it's a monster. It's not just a dead, deformed baby. That would be nasty. It would raise questions. And the first one we had was the Candy Woman. Mrs. Candy Candy Lady. Yeah, the 21st century remake of the classic Candyman. What you got for me now, Stevie? Okay, so this one's a little bit shorter than the other ones. Um, (laughs) This one is Florida, Mm -hmm. and this is called The Devil's Chair. Oh, that sounds good. There isn't much of a story behind it. Brilliant. (laughs) Build up. (laughs) It's where the devil used to sit. (laughs) (laughs) Done. Um, The Casadega Spiritualists Camp is full of odd ghosts and stories, but one chair is supposedly a favourite of the devil himself. It is said that if you were to leave a beer on the chair overnight, it would be empty by the morning. This would even happen if you were to, <laughs> this would even happen if you were to leave the top of the can unopened. Right. Okay. I put this bit in first because I was expecting you to yeah. fucking rip it's, into it. It's making me think of leave a carrot out for Rudolph. Oh, <laughs> Rudolph's being inside, but yeah. how did he get in, Mum? <laughs> Not in, Mum. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I used to leave the carrots on the doorstep. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. We didn't do that. <laughs> but we used to have, we had soot, uh, sooty footprints from the fireplace, which was a good move. But, we, but my brother looked at the bottom of the shoes and it ruined the whole thing. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. He was that inquisitive. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's like that story that I've told you plenty of times where my dad dressed up as Father Christmas and left out the back gate and I told my sister to look and she just turned and went, Father Christmas got the same trainers as Dad. <laughs> <laughs> it is Dad, you silly little cunt. Grow up. Carry on. Sorry. So, um, yeah, if you were to leave a beer on the chair, it would be empty by the morning, even if you hadn't opened the can. So I like that little bit, because if we do go and visit this one, we could just try it, which is nice. Try the beer. No. There'll be one there. (laughs) It'll be empty. Um, But the much worse part of the story is that if you were to be bold enough to sit in this chair, he would whisper horrible things into your ear that would mentally scar you and change you forever. Rudolph fucked your man. (laughs) Shit jeans, shit jeans, you're wearing shit jeans. (laughs) Um, I think... You know, this, these stories develop and they, they get changed. Yeah. And so, kind of like this, when people point out things that obviously are a fault, someone's gone about the, the beer being drunk. I was like, well, yeah, someone could just drunk. They go, oh, but it was an open. It was an open. <laughs> <laughs> They're just adding layers. Yeah. So if you sit on it, so you, so you sit on it, the devil slags you off a bit. Yeah. That's just what some kid across the funeral, <laughs> uh, across the grave, I go, wanker. <laughs> well, so, oh, so that's like a can of beer. 
So mm. there's two different things that can happen. You can leave the beer on the chair, yeah. come back to it, and it'll be empty. But um, still closed. And still closed. Right. Or if you dare to sit on this chair, you'll start hearing in your head the devil speaking to you and saying things that will mentally change you forever. If you, s- if you sit on it and you, need, you really need a shit, it'll just disappear. Oh, from the inside. I quite like it. Maybe that'll be something that comes up and like people invent in the future. I hope so. Patent that. Dragon's Den. Right. <laughs> it's mine, right? Um, it has actually also been said that if you stay on the chair for long enough, hands will rip through the ground at your feet and drag you into the underworld. Right, no. That's the best bit. Yeah. You just you just, <laughs> you just kind of threw it away. Yeah. I wanted to go through the shit because I knew you'd rip into it. Why? Where? What is the chair? Satan's chair. So yeah, but but where is it? Like, well, I'll go into that with the origin. So it's just a chair in Florida. Mm. Um, it's in a graveyard. Right. So it's like a bench, like a park bench. It's a chair. Just one, only one person. Small, can sit on it. small bench. Yes. Lazy boy. A lazy <laughs> yeah, boy. A small bench, otherwise known as a chair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I don't find this scary at all. I think it's just a chair. So you'd feel comfortable sitting. Like you said, yeah. you wouldn't be comfortable doing Bloody Mary to a mirror. So why would you be comfortable sitting on a chair that apparently the devil owns? Because Bloody Mary, like the if once I'm off that chair, right? If he hasn't dragged me down, yeah. right? You only hear the nasty words when you're on the chair. Which you're used to through years of YouTube. Exactly. We're gonna, I'm sure we're going to have plenty of comments on here. Like, can we just, in all the comments, can we just put them on Stevie this episode, please? Slag me off for ages yeah. like you're the devil. <laughs> I want to say as well with it, though, the kind of weird prick who's drinking beer at a graveyard. Mm. Oh, welcome, the beer was gone. What about if, like, they're going to see their dad or a loved one and they like the beer? So I'm having one for you, dad. Send one yeah, up. but why are they leaving it overnight? And Littering. Of, and then coming back for it and going, oh, it's gone. Yeah, true. You can't leave a beer somewhere and expect it to be there the next day. That's rule number one. Anywhere. <laughs> it's like a hot pie on a windowsill. Or a caramel. What's a hot pie? A hot pie. It's just a pie that people leave to cool on the windowsill in cartoons. Tom and Jerry. steal it. Yeah. Oh, and it's usually like a plum pie, isn't it? It's always purple. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's the real evolution. So, so neither of you appreciate that story. I like the p- p- plum pie. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just no, I'm getting after the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a chair. Tell us the origin of it. Okay, so the chair itself um, is. It, there's quite a few kind of areas in America, especially that there's something similar to this. So it's the devil's chair or a haunted chair. Um, in folklore, it's frequently attached to a class of funerary or mem- memorial sculptures common in the United States uh, during the 19th century, and it's often associated with legend tripping. I've read into legend tripping, looks quite weird, but it's basically just something that people attach a legend to. Oh, okay. Um, oh, so they're, they're basically admitting it's fake and just going, this will be a good place for a legend. No, so it was, yes, yeah, it was... Put there for the reason of being a bench. Mm. So back in the 19th century, graveyards um, would always have like carved chairs. Right. So it'd be like made out of stone, but like it's, it looks quite cool. I can show you a photo. Um, but it's just basically for someone to go there and it would be called a mourning chair. So you could sit in this chair and mourn until the, the afternoon. Yeah. You'd mourn the loss of a loved one. Yeah. Um, and cemeteries have since. <laughs> Bring it down. <laughs> cemeteries have since provided benches for the same things that's why there's now benches it used to just be these kind of chairs um do you think on the benches i don't know if this is true but do they have in memory of as well so you so doreen could be buried there and also have a bench 
I think yeah. it's feasible if it's someone bit, wanted to pay for the bench. Bit she loved she loved it around here. <laughs> what? What's Doreen doing around here? <laughs> she loves sitting <laughs> in the morning. Um, <laughs> but yeah, a lot of these uh, chairs were not really intended for anything other than just to be a monument and then that you could sit on it. Mm. Uh, but once the original purpose of these chairs had fell out of fashion, so when no longer was what's the point in carving a chair when you can just throw a bench there for yes, people two as chairs. well. Two. <laughs> it's a long chair. Yeah. Um, <laughs> people just started to make these stories. Um, so local young people would dare each other to visit and sit on that chair and go, ah, oh, because they'd make up the story as kids. Well, so, so, so you're making it sound like people attach the stories to this and that, and that the, the, like the people that own the place, like this will get the kids in. Do you know what I mean? Like this will, this will up the numbers on the gate. No, it was um, people attached a story to it. Yes, but not originally, so not it, in the 19th century. So it's if we more went, recent. if we went there now, yeah, right now, yeah. Would, would there be people around it going, oh, this is... Probably. The devil. Really? Yeah, because it's well known. Like, you can just search it on Google and you'll get images of this specific chair. The devil's chair. It's, that's Satan's why it's an urban chair. legend for this state. Okay. People wow. know of it. Fl- Florida, right? Just Florida? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Florida. Yeah. What um, part of Florida? I can't remember. Florida's a weird place. I'll, I'll find it. It's so diverse. Like you've got like a lot of homeless people, and then you turn the corner. Oh, there's Minnie Mouse. Do you know what I mean? It's, like, it's, it's Magic you, Kingdom. You, is it, can, I, can I spare a dollar, please, Minnie? You've had that. <laughs> she talks like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, with these chairs, there's always like a story behind. Basically, says if you're brave enough to sit in the chair, you'll either be punished or rewarded. So mm. a lot of people like to That's do like it. It's like well. you here in this chair, isn't it? Yeah. I, feel, I feel both at the same time. Yeah. You get followers, but you are bullied. What's the, re- what's the reward, though? We haven't mentioned what a reward you uh, get. In this one, you there isn't one, but in other... The hand just reaches up and goes, I'm not going to grab your legs. <laughs> <laughs> a little tickle from the devil. <laughs> um, yeah, in this one, it's because it's the devils, there's no reward. It's just punishment oh. on this one. But other ones, there there are around do, America. Do you want to sit in this scary chair? Um, why? Because th- there's a reward and um, a, or. A, or, a, or a risk. Uh, no, but this is Okay, the but there's no reward. Yeah, but there's no... No, in this specific one, but in other chairs like this, there are stories of the reward as well. Ah, loads um, Yeah, but it's kind of like Bloody Mary. Like, you're going to... There's no reward for that, but you're... You do mm. it, and this is the same. Will you sit in that chair? I'd have a little sit, yeah. Okay, well, there we go. That's good for our video if we do go there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd sit in the chair. I'd let you sit and then just whisper mm. stuff behind you. <laughs> your plum pie in your lap. I would give, I'd give this a zero. Yeah, I'm going to go for one. It's just a chair. Okay. You seem sad about yeah, that. Uh, don't take it personally. <laughs> I know, I didn't make these chair. up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, do so... You f- do you find that scary? No, I'd sit in it. Mm. Which one do you find scary so far? So far, probably... I don't like the idea of open water, so the lake one's a bit... But the fear like, there is just the water rather than the urban legend. It's not... Oh, yeah, it's the fear of what's in the water, though, mm. and then the urban legend's attached to it, yes. Big whale. The, Demon but babies, but... The, when you said about the 350-foot drop, that's, and, and that's, that's scary, because even in the sea, the, the Mariana's Trench, the deepest point, there's this animals down there that they haven't discovered yet. Yeah. Well, they think... Yeah, so I, it's the fear of the unknown, really, that's the scary part, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, but Candy Lady's probably the best one mm. so far. Would you, mm. say, would you say the sea... Is probably the scariest place on earth. Yes. Oh, 100%. You would? Yeah. Or a really dark forest. <laughs> <laughs> Where, where's Mariana's Trench? 
it's in the ocean. That's where um, they, uh, James Cameron. Ca- James, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. James Cameron went down there when he was he was doing research for Avatar. He went really low down and they try and get inspired by the things. Wow! I think he's he's got the record with the person who went down and being the lowest point. Really? I, I I heard James Cameron mentioned on a podcast on the way up here. Um, uh, David Blaine recently went on Joe Rogan's. Have you heard it? No. And he says that James Cameron has one of the most forward-thinking minds in terms of the way in which the world works. Because have you heard about um, Coral? They they now think that Coral basically has telepathic tendencies. Have you heard uh, about this? No. So basically, they spawn at some point in the in the year at, at the same hour at the same minute, right? But it, it each year the hour's different so it's not like on the first of january at the same day it's always different and if you got a bit of coral and you cut a bit off of it and put it in a bowl or a bucket and you put it under a sink in london this is exactly how david blaine explained it basically so just go watch that podcast if you want and uh and and you left that other bit of coral in in australia or whatever they would spawn at the exact same minute no not no difference on temperature or anything like that no and then a year later, when it's a different hour, because imagine if it was like that bit of coral was due to spawn in like, say, 100 hours time, cutting a bit off wouldn't affect it. But then the next year, when there's a completely different new time, they still spawn at the same time. Mm-hmm. And, th- and they reckon it's just like a like a kind of like telepathic communication in some way. And he goes on. So it's quite interesting because he goes on to say about how arrogant humans are, how, how much we uh, like our ego is like emails and telephone calls are so important and that's how we connect because we're we're so much more smarter but it's like how the fuck do birds know to fly all the way back to where they're from two thousand yeah. miles and they know homing pigeons sounds, and like, sounds like you just had your first joint what <laughs> <laughs> are you talking about that's quite cool though are you not interested in coral the word joint just felt like such an old man way of saying it. um I'm, I'm really interested in coral mm. what's the next story <laughs> Okay, so the final one is from Arkansas, one that you didn't ask for, but we did ask for Dog Boy because I fucked it. Yes, Dog Boy. So this is Dog Boy. And I have to say this is my favourite from today. Ooh, maybe some Stevie White merch coming with (laughs) us. I'm going to start with a small part of the story and then I'll say the story. Um, Puppy Boy. (laughs) So there is a house in Arkansas um, that people always claim that there's paranormal activity that happens in this house. There's flickering lights, strange noises, moving objects have been reported. And also people have said that they've seen into this house, a beast of a man through the window, um, big eyes, big hands, big feet. Bit like Quasimodo, Um, would you say? No, bigger. Bigger? Taller. Oh, okay. <laughs> he's quite crushed, though. Yeah, <laughs> Quasimodo with a good back. Yeah, um, what's so, a hunch? So this house, um, I'll go into the origins after it, but these are genuine reports that I've just said. So yeah. now I'll go into the story itself. So from a very early age, Jarrell, sometimes known as Gerald, uh, was a large and challenging child. Neighbors reported that Floyd and Aline were good parents, but Jarrell was a malicious, demanding. Um, lout always craving attention in appropriate and tasteless ways at a family reunion at the Quitman City Hall for example Jarrell opened a chaise lounge chaise lounge <laughs> <laughs> I went to go chaise, chaise lounge but Sorry. it's a chaise lounge isn't it how, how did you just say that chaise lounge <laughs> <laughs> that's that letter again from earlier that's the merch <laughs> chaise lounge <laughs> 
There's a lot of things I've already. I, I don't want to interrupt the flow of it, but is, it, so, is there like, any? Is, I think you're going to go into a story about what he's doing. That's so yeah. weird, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. This is just about how he was as a child. I feel like I've missed the boat on this, but I'm just going to get the joke back in there. Sounds like a striker, Premier League striker, Shane Long. Carry on. <laughs> okay. Um, then in the centre of the. Uh, opened the really chair in the centre of the room in front of a flummoxed crowd he reclined back like a Roman emperor and arrogantly popped grapes one at a time into his grinning mouth how do you arro- arrogantly do that? oh is it? yeah all what? of them like that what a whole bunch at once yeah. <laughs> I told you he's big <laughs> the whole bunch of Notre Dame on his back. Yeah, oh, that's wow. shit. That was Sorry. terrible. Sorry. Um, his social ineptness also made him a target of bullying at his elementary school, with kids stealing from him and teasing him over his hulking size. Give me back my grapes. But as Jarrell uh, grew into a teenager, his social clumsiness took more of a feral turn as he began pursuing some unusual behaviours, including collecting stray cats and dogs, leading to his teasing nickname Dog Boy. So he started to be called Dog Boy because he was stealing dogs. Right, and they often say that murderers derive from the abuse of animals. Yes, I, so, bet, he, I bet he goes on to hurt them. So what the teasing kids uh, didn't realise is that he wasn't just collecting them, but he was torturing them and yeah. then killing them. Yeah. Neighbours told a reporter that we that they could actually hear the animals howling. Wailing. A cat howling. <laughs> <laughs> so around this time, he was six foot four and three hundred pounds. And he began physically and psychologically abusing his parents. As a teenager, he um, beat his father regularly and one time even threw him out of a second story window. And Floyd was around 67 at the time, but he managed to hang onto the window ledge and the police came after being called by a neighbour. There is no information on how this was resolved. Although many details did not come until um, Jarrell was put into prison many years later, it was discovered that he frequently locked his parents upstairs for days or even weeks at a time, taking them food only when he got around to it. For money, he had a sunroom built on the house and had sold homegrown marijuana out of it. Floyd Betters, his dad, died in January 1981 after a supposed illness, but rumours fuelled by... Um, the stories of Dog Boy insisted that Floyd had been pushed down the stairs by Jarrell and died from a broken neck. There was no doubt that Jarrell was a frightening person. A neighbour of his stated that she was scared of him because of his eyes. She said, if you had ever seen his eyes, they seemed to glow at night. Kennedy also recalled that in an interview, um, Jarrell and some relatives started cleaning up around the house an uncle came round and asked if he could borrow a gun because he was afraid that Jarrell would get riled up. So the strange glowing eyes most likely led to the weird nocturnal sightings of a large creature sometimes maybe, prowling the rooms and the hallways. Maybe he'd just been on some of his homegrown marijuana. Mm. In 1982, Push. Jarrell's abusive behaviour started unravelling when his mother, Aline, fell or was pushed and broke her hip requiring a stay at a health hospital in Heber Springs. Health health hospital. (laughs) (laughs) It says Baptist Health Hospital. Uh, Uh, A retired nurse saw Jarrell's treatment of his mother firsthand. He was slapping her around, she recalled, and telling her, I'm going to have you arrested if you tell anyone what I did. I'm barking mad. Because of this incident, Aline was permanently removed from the house and placed in adult protective services. Upon questioning her... Um, then Jarrell at home, police arrested Jarrell for parental abuse and several drug offences, including distribution. Can I just say, this is really, like, factual, like, to the point of dates, times, mm. dad was this, uh, is this real? 
we'll get to the end. I'll tell you the origin. I love love when Stevie says that. Um, so because of this incident, uh, she was removed from the house and placed in adult protective services. And then he was arrested um, and put into Arkansas Department of Corrections. And then he died of a drug overdose whilst in custody in 1988 at 34. And he's buried in Pearson Cemetery. What drug? Just a drug overdose. Shell drugs tends to be kind of weird Pro- pills and stuff, doesn't it? Probably smack. Is yeah. that what you wanted? Yep, always bring it back to smack. <laughs> it's gotta be smack. <laughs> Um, so since then, the house was then sold, and every single person who's been in that house has noticed um, weird pennies floating, um, strange activity in the house, pennies? lights turning off and on. Sorry, no pennies. Just, so weird, just things around just the, the weird house. Pennies, though, not just- <laughs> <laughs> weird things like pennies floating down the stairs and lights turning off and on, viewing him through the windows. Um, a family actually bought the house, um, rented the house in 2003, sorry, and they left within a couple of months. Um, as they had similar occurrences, these floating objects, lights flickering off and on, um, the toilet would just randomly flush. And the last draw was them with with them was that they heard a crash upstairs, and he ran upstairs and pr- found that there was a pile um, of wood that was all just stood up. So it was laying down. It was just suddenly all stood up, and they moved out instantly. So that's, so you, that's because this is quite recent. Said nineteen eighty eight. Yes, this these sto- that was from two thousand three. That wood story is that, is there a picture of this fella? Um, no, not that I could find at least. How convenient. <clears throat> um, interesting. But yeah, so that's pretty much the story. The urban legend side of it is all the stuff that happens in the house. Um, the story itself, I kept reading loads of different versions of it. They were basically just saying it's about a boy, a man who caught cats and dogs, tortured them, but everything I read it says that it's true. Mm. So there was this genuine guy. There's photos of the gravestone for the mum and the dad. Really? Um, yeah. So but we can't see a picture of this wildly beast. No. Well, it says he's 300 pounds and six foot four. So he's obviously Tyson a huge Fury. man. Tyson Fury. Um, but from this, um, there's a investigation team for paranormal activity called Casper. Funnily enough. Right. Good name. Um, and good they name. actually went to the house on two different occasions. Uh, they looked, they located cold spots and unexplainable electromagnetic fields. Um, and the whole team was startled when three of them said that they saw a face staring down from a second story window when they went to go and get gear from the car. And there was no one upstairs at the time. Um, and the second visit, they took a medium in with them who allegedly located what they thought was the spirit of Jarrell. Um, and the medium stated that he cursed us and told us to get out of the house. And then also they documented it all on videotape and what they consider to be additional evidence of the paranormal activity, including unexplainable flashing lights. And the footage uh, was shot over both visits, but um, it all just suddenly disappeared shortly afterwards. The footage did. Yeah. Yeah. I hate even that. yeah. Always happens, doesn't it? When someone, I actually filmed a ghost that mm. came and spoke but to the, me. But the footage itself disappeared. So, like, not like it's not, they haven't looked at it and it's gone. Like, the stuff that it was all filmed on had gone. So, like, it even been stolen or it just disappeared completely. The physical find footage yeah. rather than the. Okay. But yeah, that's Dog Boy. Dog it's Boy. Just a true story well, about be, a man. I thought there'd be more about yeah. him being. I know that people saw if the window of the eyes and stuff. That's the kind of dog link. Yeah, so the dog link is actually just a nickname he was mm. genuinely given. Dog Boy. Whilst he was at school. But like, no one knew what he was actually doing. But he didn't turn out to be a serial killer. He just abused his parents. Well, he killed both his parents, apparently. 
Well, his mum got taken away. She was fine. Oh, okay. And it wasn't proven that he killed. The dad uh, said it was a heart attack. I think it said. Um, but well, sure. But it's not like it's either a heart attack or a broken neck. You can tell. <laughs> yeah, but which he could have one... had. A, he could have had a broken. He could have had a heart attack to fall down the stairs. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. Fair enough. You sound like you're defending Dog Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I've defended all of these people just in case we go to this house. But yeah, since then that house has been impossible to actually sell on and get people to take uh, out of everyone that you said today that would probably be the one that i'd find the most unnerving to go to what yeah reason? Be- because there's more evidence of him being them being real people yeah, yeah. And, a, and a man died in that house. but then there is the evidence behind the paranormal side of it as well here's a qu- here's a question that i asked on my podcast which i didn't still don't know the answer to a murder house yeah does it go down in value do you have to tell the people that are going to buy it? I think so, yeah. In America, it's a, lo- it's a law that um, yeah. if there's been a death in the house or a murder, you have to tell so it. So even if it's just a them. natural death? Yeah, because some people don't want to live in a house. There's actually a law... That, look this up, yeah, because I promise you this is fact. There's a law in America that you have to divulge the information to the next buyer if you think the house is haunted. That's a law. If you sell a house that you, and they can prove that you thought it was haunted before, and the new buyer claims it's haunted, there's there's um, there's t- t- like grounds for them to sue, sue you. Sue you. <clears throat> that yeah. is crazy. Yeah, madness. Google that. Cause I might have got that wrong. But yeah. there's I'm, a big house in Royston near a place near me, which someone was murdered in. It's a really nice big house, and I always wondered if the price of it will plummet. I think so. Yeah, I think. Would the, you live in a house where someone was murdered? Yeah. But I don't really believe in paranormal. No, no, no. But so, so you're you're looking at a house, yeah, yeah. dream house. Imagine that you could get that, right? Uh, and they said, right, we'll knock twenty k off mm. because this kitchen where you're currently stood, an angry man killed his two kids. Mm, that that make you uneasy. Weirdly, it make it depends who's the person that's like. If the kids being killed, it seems a bit more. Yeah, eerie. But would you, mm. would you would you take the twenty grand off, or would you be out of there? Well, the only reason you wouldn't take a house like that is if you believe in something paranormal. Ha- like that's just a one-off crazy event that's happened in that house. Yeah, but I think I'd think about it a lot when yeah, I'm when in I, there. Getting a, getting a milk in the middle of the night, go in there. Oh, yeah, I just got God chill. Yeah, yeah, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, maybe I wouldn't. But twenty grand though, ten quid per dead kid. Yeah. Knocked off. <laughs> Not Early your... triplets. No. <laughs> Not any. Nine states have laws around that. Oh yeah, so Fiona's just confirmed that. Yeah, you do have to just divulge if it's. Yeah. Uh, if Don't it's know what it's like it. in England. I bet. Oh no, we're not as England is far. Like we're not Americans, are we? Do you know what I mean? The well mur- done. We are. <laughs> the murder thing. I think it probably is a thing over here, though. I don't know if Fiona could check that, but I'd be interested to see because there's a lot of houses where murders have gone on. Yeah, I think a lot that you'll get a. Very select few of people who would be willing to pay more because there's been a murder. No, no, no I'm not saying you pay more. No, 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 but you're saying, does it reduce the price that much? Yeah. Only certain people would want to pay because of it. Because a lot of houses get knocked. If it's a big murder case, like Ian Huntley's... Yeah, it gets really cheap. Not, get knocked down. Oh, yeah. A lot of places get knocked down, um, stuff like that. So I was interested to see. It doesn't look like there's a UK law on it. Ooh. it looks. I've seen a lot, like even um, American Horror Story, first season they're buying the house and they say why is it so cheap and instantly she tells them because there's been a murder there and she has to tell them that but that house in particular loads of murders Mm. but in america as well there was some girl that got kidnapped by this guy and i can't remember any of the facts but uh, (laughs) good (laughs) but he basically kept her locked up for a long time used her as a sex slave and then killed Mm. her after a while and um that house still stands but it's just boarded up 
Just not, not I find that weird. I always find like properly boarded up when it's been boarded up for a few years as well. It's a bit like just get rid of it by that point. Yeah. Clearly no one wants it. No. Remember Jumanji, the film, the first one? Yeah. And Alan Strange gets sucked into the game. Yeah. And then that actually makes the house a lot cheaper later on. <laughs> so. Oh, because the kids go missing? Well, because, they, yeah, they, they remember the people buying it. Go, Why is this place so cheap? And it's like, oh, there's a weird story about this kid. And then, they, <laughs> and then he comes back and then Jumanji. Jumanji. <laughs> okay, I'm glad. I'm glad. Dog boy <laughs> sent us through this route. Yeah. No, I'm interested. I'm interested. Uh, you know, some of the murders, like some murderers, and that they have a bit of like um, celebrity status about them. Like Ronnie yeah. and Reggie Cray. Mm. I know. I'm sure they murdered people, but I don't think they were murderers. Well, they were because they murdered. You could, but... do, you could do quite a good impression of. Um... Then can't bring a gun, can you? No, not anymore. It's been a long time, baby. <laughs> uh, but like Reggie, like Raphael Rowe told us that celebrities would come into the prison just to be touched by Reggie Cray. And do you think Reggie Cray and what I'm trying to say is Reggie Cray and Ronnie Cray, they murdered people, allegedly. Well, right? they were in gang wars. Yeah. yeah. So, but, so then they would have taken people's lives, but they're not your traditional serial killer murderers that just go around and doing it without mm. a reason. Yeah. But. If you went into a pub and, like, say you was you wanted to be you become like the pub landlord, and they're like, "Yeah, you can buy this," I guarantee you, if he said R- Reggie Cray shot someone there, the price would increase rather yeah. than go down. I think it's different with um, gangsters who everyone assumes they're killing people who aren't innocent. Like they're kind of killing people who also were a bit dodgy. Mm. It's kind of fair game. Where if it's someone who's ki- like Ian Huntley's killed two girls in that bathroom, you're mm. gonna go you don't want to live there yeah. it's because it's innocent people whereas if it's gangsters it's more of a yeah I think with ones like that infamy. it's not even necessarily for the um, I guess we being British we know a big thing about that story so mm. in, in that one you wouldn't want to live just because it's kind of disgusting yeah. to think you're in that yeah, house yeah. rather than worried about paranormal side of yeah, it no, yeah that's yeah, you're right yeah, yeah. dog boy five out of ten i will say when i requested this one on the last episode i kind of had the envision of kind of jack joy's dog paranormal dog oh, beast yeah. floated over him which i've told on this podcast a lot and that scared me yeah so no, I, that's I was, scarier i agree that's scary yeah. this is this it's i like that it's just a true story um mm, but just, i also like that people have felt so strongly about the stuff that's happened in that house that it's actually been investigated on multiple occasions right i'd appreciate anyone finding online a picture of him if they can and tweeting it yeah, yeah this when someone us. tweets us and goes wasn't real at all I read about four different things that stated it was real. That's all right. Whether or not, whether it is or not, is by the by because this is a urban legend show. Mm. It's not facts. It's not crime watch. We're not no. calling out for the whole bunch of Notre Dame. All right. So bring it back to Notre Dame. <laughs> we didn't like it the first time. <laughs> Shall we finish this episode on me choosing the next ones? Yes. Can I pick one? Yeah, you can. I'll, pick, I'll, I'll write them down. You have to pick a state. Oh, I yep. have to tell you the name of them, don't I? Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, well, I'll give you the state and you can tell me what I've randomly selected. Yeah. Although, ironically, the biggest state in here is you, Stevie. (laughs) (laughs) No, you laugh. There we go. Come on. Uh, I'll go Utah. Is that a state? (laughs) I'm nervous about my one being. Utah, UT, I assume. Yeah. The curse on Escalante Petrified Forest. Okay, good. Um, Milwaukee. Oh, Milwaukee. That's the place where that. That's, that's where Stephen Avery is from. Is it? Yeah, Milwaukee. Um, I assume it's MI. That might be Missouri. Or Minnesota. Or Mississippi. Mississippi is next to it, and Missouri's down there, so no. So let's go for MI. The Nain Rouge. 
The name Rouge. The, the red name. name. Rouge. Oh, the name Rouge. Could be anything. Well, if it helps, there's a picture of a devil with it. Okay. Oh, is he on a chair? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's, uh, like, New York? Staten Island? No. Oh, there's a lot in there, isn't there? There's oh, yeah. Corpsey? Yeah. Cropsey. Cropsey. That's the yeah, one. is that the one? Cropsey. Yes, do that. I'm well excited that's, now. Cropsey is so good. So we've got three, we need two more. MI, by the way, is Michigan. Oh, okay. Can you, what What did you want? So, so I said Milwaukee. So I'm not sure if that oh, is, is a state. Nah, uh, I think, is that? Just keep Michigan, mate, that's fine. <laughs> okay, we'll do Michigan. So we've got Michigan, Utah, New York. Yeah. Kentucky. Kentucky. So K K E. Don't know if it's a state. K Y. The Kentucky Goblins. Come on, that's good. Called Goblins. Right. So for next episode of Urban Legends, whenever that may be, we need one more. That's four. Yeah, we we did five. Yeah. All right, you choose one. Five oh, at a time. Um. Uh, hi- Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, America. <laughs> uh, Hawaii would be good. I bet it'd be something to do with Moana. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, night marches. Oh. Okay, so we've got Michigan, we've got New York, we've got Utah, we've got uh, Miami, and we've got Sta- nope. Staten Island. <laughs> uh, sorry, sorry, Hawaii and, and Staten Island. And Kentucky. Something like that, yeah. Uh, I'm really looking forward to Cropsey. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, that'd be good. I think Utah will be met Cropsey before, and it's spooky. It's good. And uh, the other one about the little trolls on it. One of them. Um, Goblins. <laughs> Fiona, what's CT? The only reason I'm asking is because that's actually the story of Annabelle, the film. Oh, no, that's well, you can't do that now. I've already, con- Connecticut, Connecticut. So Connecticut. Connecticut is actually Annabelle. So maybe we'll do that for the film. Lovely stuff. Okay, there we go. We'll wrap it up. Noz, it's been a pleasure having you again. Thanks for spooking me out, Stevie. We I appreciate that. Sounds like I was angry. <laughs> <laughs> Genuinely, I, 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 no, it's very fun. I enjoyed it. You'll be back soon. If, if you have me. We'll have you. Stevie, thanks for your urban legends. I think the collective idea is that the scariest one. We don't agree, actually. My scariest one is the dead little deformed babies. Yeah, can, uh, candy, candy lady. lady for me as well. There we go. This has been Jack Makes Happy Hour, and we'll see you next week. Have a good weekend. <laughs> Jack Makes Happy Hour. This was a Stakhanov production.